Welcome back to Nitty Gritty. We had a really fun guest today. A real guest. A real one. A real live right. person. Tammy. And depending on Brimhall. Which last name you want to use. Tolbert. <laughs> but she is the founder of June Pie up in Heber. And if you haven't had it, you are missing out. And you're also really lucky because when this episode drops, she's dropping a brand new flavor pie. Yeah, you'll hear about it about what, 45 minutes in or so? <laughs> yeah. We're not going to tell you what it is, but you're you going to want to hear about it. You have to listen. It's going to be, oh, it's going to be amazing. But her story is awesome. It's another fantastic example of someone who just does something that she loves and slowly decided to take the leap and right. do a business out Stay of it. Stay at home mom. Yeah. Just felt like she had some extra energy, wanted something else to do, figured out how to do something just while staying at home. Yep. $300 investment. 275 $275, right? And so started making pies and illegally selling them out of her house. <laughs> so she got <laughs> shut down by the man. By the competition. Yeah. Not even the man. Yeah. Like that is so messed up. But that's another great story. But yeah, I mean, it's an inspiring one. Going from 275 bucks, working out of the house as a full-time mom to... To over 3,000 pies on Thanksgiving 3, this year. 3,500 pies last, just this last November. And it's day for, you know, in one day. One day. An all handmade. Let's not forget that. Right. So turning down an offer from Bam Bams. Yes. Which I totally forgot about. Cam was a turning point in her business. He tried to he tried to wreck it. Tried to buy in. <laughs> no, I tried to I tried she had imposter syndrome back then too. It's like it's time to get you out of this dumb little house kitchen and introduce you to the world. But anyway. It's, it's a, a great episode. Check it out. Listen. We love hearing from you. Thanks for your support, sticking with us through all the crap that's happening. Hope you're all safe and enjoy. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Nitty Gritty. We're back for more during the COVID-19 crisis of 2020. We actually have a guest today. You don't have to just listen to Andrew and I debate things and argue about things. Although it Not was entertaining. Wait, you listened to the last one? Yeah. I liked it. Yes, it was so fun. I thought so too. Today we have one of my colleagues in the food industry. Has a very similar story to mine, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, Tammy Tolbert. Well, I think technically my last name is Brimhall. I know, but I know it's fine. Timmy, I It is really hard for me because I grew up, you know, with your brother. So yeah. we're both from Heber. Yeah. So yeah. So Tammy Brimhall of June Pies is with us today. So, but I still call her Tammy Tolbert. Plus well, Tammy good. Tolbert sounds kind of cool. It's I'm not going to lie. I think the only thing that really still says Tammy Brim that says Tammy Brimhall is like maybe my driver's license. <laughs> Everything else is still Tammy Tolbert. You should just hyphenate <laughs> or just like not take it on. Just make right. him take your name. Just so I actually met over. somebody that, that did that <laughs> right? yesterday. That's real. I know. There was I forget who it was. Anyway, but so yeah, we're excited to have you. I, I text I text Tammy just yesterday, and I'm just like you know, because right now it's hard to kind of get guests in here too, right? And yep. so I just wanted to text people that I knew would be down for coming in. But you we'll have an awesome story, a, a passion for your career type story. Right. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I think this will be a good one. So, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. I, you know, I'm glad to finally make it down here. <laughs> Was that another dig? Finally, to be invited. On oh the dear. Oh dear. <laughs> she right. went from not thinking she should be on to mad that she hasn't been. I was going to say before. mad at you. Like oh, I feel mad. like right. I, I am in amazing company. Like sure. Wh why am I actually on here? <laughs> 
There's when you asked yesterday, when you asked yesterday, like, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? You asked what you want to talk about, and then I just said scary things. Yeah, we don't ever really have a direction on this podcast. We just sit and hang out. Usually, stuff comes out, and you're a pretty, you know, upfront person. You don't really filter too much, so that's what we're that's what we're trying to get. So, June pies. How long is it going? Let's start there. You've been going for a while. I mean, I'm talking like the very beginning. The very beginning, almost six years, like next week. That's it? For some reason, I thought it was longer. Next week, six years. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Are we talking like out of the house? Out of the house, six years. So 2014, like April 15th, 2014 is when we started. Tax day. That's why I remember. (laughs) So tell tell us a little bit about yourself and how June Pies came to be. How did it start? Well, June Pies came to be because I was bored. Right? <laughs> Truly, it was bored. I mean, I... How many kids were in the house? I had three small kids. My okay. oldest was in kindergarten. and I When have, you started? When I started. Okay. So right. my oldest was in kindergarten. I had a three-year-old and like an 18-month-old, oh. maybe a 15-month-old. And my husband had just started a new job where he was then like busy. Like really busy. And I had been a stay-at-home mom for the first time um, after my youngest was born and was coming to the realization that I hated it. What did you do before? I was an IT director for a company in Park City. Okay. So this is a a simple pivot. Yeah, super simple. (laughs) Super normal. Sure. (laughs) Right? I ran databases and IT department there. But um, I had always loved to bake. Since I was a tiny child, truly like my fifth grade graduation program, it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Everybody makes the line and they like say what they want to be. And everybody wants to be a beautician or a nurse or firefighter, firefighter or whatever. And I wanted to be a chef. Like I wanted to own a bakery where the locals came and I would know what they wanted to order. Like that is specifically what I wanted to do. So that early, you yeah, and that. why? Like, where did that come from? I don't know. I always just loved baking, and my mom baked and cooked dinner. I mean, as a mom now, I look back and go, "Oh my gosh, my mom cooked dinner like every night." Like we never ate out. She cooked all the time. That is that tradition is long gone. Yeah, long gone. I don't even now. I don't do that. And. I, <laughs> But so I, I baked always growing up, but that's like always what I wanted to do. And even in high school, I wanted to go to culinary school and I, I, I was a cook at the Burgermeister all through high school. Really? Yeah. I was in a, Midway, Utah, the oh, Burgermeister. Yeah, back in the day. Wow. Such a good burger. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. It was class. So, I mean, I just always, always, always wanted to, to cook. So when you say bake. bake, like what kind of stuff were you making back then? Just anything and everything? Everything. And I have this tendency to be obsessive. And so when I'm baking, it's like not just a little bit. It's like I'm going to be on a hunt for the very best chocolate chip cookie I can ever find. And I'm going to bake thousands of cookies until I determine that it is the very best. Well, I, I would say most pastry chefs are the most OCD of the chefs. Yeah. And I'm not like right? super meticulous about like my measuring, right. just like the irony of being a pastry chef. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> like the actual recipe of it. Oh, there's no, like, that's my biggest struggle is like actually having to document the exact recipes down to the grams is a struggle for me. But Makes you appreciate cookbooks. Like I've always, like when I yeah. teach barbecue classes, it so much of the info is not how I do it. 
Yeah. And so it's like, it's, I yeah, think I've everyone that has that class. struggle. Thank you. It's not how you do it. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> I'm well, aware. It's not how, it's not how a recipe book, like, yeah, like my, yeah. like my manual, right? It's as close. It's as close as you it's can get, user plus friendly. all the notes that I can add to it right. from all it's of the things you say. It's user friendly and it has to have some sort of pattern. But generally with people that cook for a living, they realize that nothing ever cooks the same. No. You know, just because of... So how do you replicate it? Someone who's not a cook, that seems like you're just asking for a mess. Well, I mean, it's going <laughs> to turn out like... Well, it's just well, trial and error, right? It's trial and error. But you like, get them as close as you can. You with can, this. yeah. And we... Is some of that strategic that you don't really want to give exactly what you're doing out? Yes. <laughs> See, I say no. I mean, but I say we yes. come from very different worlds. Like if you put exactly what you do, you could replicate it. Yeah. Barbecue with the amount of time and how different every piece of meat is. Yeah. I've learned like the last few years I've started becoming a lot more open because I mean, they've got to cook a half a million briskets to catch up to yeah. me experience wise. And yeah. so... It's, I mean, but with yours, it's exact measurements. Well, if you have a good oven, right? Most if people If you have a don't. good oven, yeah. So, I mean, I think the more and more I become comfortable in my own skin and doing it and more confident in my own abilities, I think I would be more willing to give that out. There's but, a quote. It's called practice makes perfect. It's so true. Good one. Thanks, good. man. <laughs> I got one. You got it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, but, you know, in high school, I... um. I actually, we moved back east for a couple of years and I went door to door. I was like 15 and I baked pie and sold them door to door. I never knew that part. Did you really? I did. That's incredible. I, we lived in Lexington, Kentucky and I wanted a video camera. And I don't know why I like wanted a video camera, but I wanted one. And so my dad You're an influencer me, before influencers oh were around. She I don't even to- know what I did with this video camera, you guys. Like, I don't even know, but I wanted one. And I had like... We were moving home, and so my job at the local concession stand was over. So I, you know, I had some time in between, but I needed, to, I wanted to earn some money. So my what dad was said, the local concession stand. Sorry, I got to stop. Like, what are you talking about? I well, we lived in Lexington, Kentucky, right? And so basketball is kind of a big deal there. Uh, okay. And so there was like the now I don't even remember what it was called the basketball academy. So it was like this big facility, and all there were were basketball courts. Oh wow! And so they would just do tournaments and things, and I worked the concession stand like the big gotcha. and that that was it i like, thought maybe you meant you had like a you know selling your pies concession stand type. no thing. no gotcha. but i so i had started taking these pies so like how many were you making i made like i want to say in the course of the month of may i made like a hundred pies and sold them door to door and <laughs> so i only know walking around with like well, I would go take them to order. Like okay. I would go knock on my neighbor's door and be like, "Hi, I'm making pie. Would you like any?" <laughs> what kind of pie? I banana cream, chocolate cream, lemon. 15. At 15, maybe I was 16, but I mean it's a different deal, right? I'm wow. I'm a 15-year-old blonde girl walking right. door to door Mormon saying like, <laughs> "Let me bake pie." <laughs> and I did it until my mom was like, "You make too much of a mess in my kitchen. You're done." Right. Like, okay. Well, I have enough money for my video camera now. I'm good. <laughs> so you did it for one month. Yeah. She only let me do it for one month. And then we moved home and everything. But then like I just started to bake. And I was like getting up before early morning seminary to bake pie and like make dough and like freeze dough at 15. It turns out I don't need a lot of sleep in general. Right. Like, so what were you doing thing. with it though? Like, I mean, just giving it to people? No, like I sold it. it. Like I okay. sold it to them. Okay. Like I would bake pie to order and sell it to them. And 
Do you remember what you were selling them for? Like price wise? I think, well, my dad made me sit down as we were like marketing it out and we went through all of the recipes for crusts and custards and things and we broke it down by like cost per gram. That's what I'm talking. So you were building menus even back then? Yeah. Like straight up, how much would this cost? And I remember being like, dad, I want to do this on my own. I think I can do this. Like I've got a little bit of money saved up. I can do this. And my dad's like, or this is a good teaching moment. Let me, let's make a deal. I will supply all the ingredients and the kitchen and you get to keep all the profits. And I was like, oh, but dad, I really want to do this on my own. And he's like, why? (laughs) Why don't you let me buy you all the ingredients and you just get to put the work in and make the money because this is a good teaching opportunity. And I was like, okay, you're probably right. You know, I'm like, man, can't you do that now? Don't I get that opportunity now? Like, can you just buy all the ingredients for me and I'll just take all the profits? What did your dad do? Or what does he do? Uh, My dad was a sales executive for, um, when he finished his career, he was the global VP over executive vice. I don't, sales. Okay. For Xerox. Really? Yeah. You say that so nonchalant, like... That's a big deal. It's he's a big deal. Like Xerox he's was a big deal. A, I mean, they're still a big company, but I mean, it was a big deal back in his. And so, holy crap! So I mean, yeah, he was in charge of all their sales globally for sheesh. Xerox business services. So, so very experienced in the business very world, very much breaking so. Breaking the cost down and the profitability, in the world, all that like, kind of stuff. There's no better sales guy than my dad. Yeah, hands down. So my dad taught me like how to sell. I didn't go to college to sell Ew. or bake anything like you didn't I, go to college no i went to college oh, and i have an english time. degree <laughs> now you bake pies see right it's another one it is I, well Point and proven. it was like my dad was like you can do like don't go to culinary school like that's not a big enough dream like go do something more well he you know like go be a lawyer was, like you have the talent and the ambition to go do whatever you wanted right. and and so like dream bigger don't just like bake but all i really wanted to do was bake is all I wanted to do. So I baked and I baked and we moved home. We moved back to Heber when I was 16. So my junior year of high school and I just baked, I baked bread. So every Sunday I would bake bread and my dad and I would take him to, we called it the grumpy old man route. <laughs> so like all the, all of our neighbors that were like really old and kind of scary that lived in that one mile block around right. around us, you know, like, and Steve Hansen was on that list for a little while. And you know, it was they. We so we would have been on that list. Yeah, you for sure would My have been on that list. Get divorced, we'd still be living in that house. <laughs> We've been making up for it all these years. Oh. I've been I've been bringing pies in retrospect. That's true. That's true. I do it's just it crazy. It's just another example, though. Your love for baking. Yeah, you made money out of it, but you would have baked and you did bake. Just for the love of doing, I did doing it, and money will come. Right? Yeah, we, we've learned, we've heard this story so many times. Like now. just the act of doing it over and over again, and being willing, enjoying the process yeah. almost more than enjoying the outcome. Oh yeah, right. I, I mean, when June Pie came around, I like kind of had to gather together a sales pitch and like a business plan to convince my husband that I could do this. Like that it was going to be okay. It wasn't too much of a risk. That it was fine. Like not that. He wouldn't have let me do it or anything like that. I was going to say, not like he could tell you what to do. Yeah, no, but like, look, <laughs> but I promise what an awesome it's going to be okay. Be able to, I think everyone needs to pitch their business because it just makes That's everything true. get clear. Yeah. And so I spent a lot of time like kind of thinking about it and working over the details. And it was like, look, I'm going to go buy a used fridge. I'm going to spend this much money on like a stack of boxes and a stack of tins and a rubber stamp right. and a domain name. 
and I think we can do it. Let's where, just try it. Where did the name come from? My oldest daughter's name is June. Okay. And so that's where June Pie comes from. Easy because enough. my name is weird. I'm not going to say Tammy Pie. That would be like the worst. Do you know how her name is spelled? No. It's T-E-H-M-I. Okay. So it's like the last way you would say that name. Like to okay. me, it's like Temmy. Yes. So or, I do answer to June Pie. I know you guys ask all of your guests, like, are you Cake by Courtney or are you... You know, late by Kate. Like, are you Bam Bam? Are you Bam Bam? Yeah. Damn straight, I am. <laughs> I'm June Pie, like, and I just answer to it. I'm like, well, yep. and you don't, but you don't see yep. my little rules. I'll never introduce myself as Bam Bam because no. that's super douchey. But if somebody if somebody calls me Bam Bam, that's okay. Like, I don't yeah. mind that at all. But they're like, "Oh, you're June Pie. You're June." Uh, just like, it's JP, just JP <laughs> for short. <laughs> or my favorite is when they see the shop kids like working the counter. Like, these are your kids. I'm like. <laughs> yep. These I college had him students. When he was yeah. when I was these, fourteen and a half. These college students are my children. <laughs> I, I should sleep more. So how many how many kids in your fa- how many kids in your family growing up? And I, where did you? I where did you... have one older brother and two. So I'm one of four. Okay. So I have a little sister and a little brother. No, so you're number two. I'm number two. Okay. Yeah, but we're kind of spaced out really weird. Like Brian's five years older than I. I am. didn't know Brian was the oldest. So Brian's yeah. Brian's, Brian's the oldest by a lot. Me. And then my little brother by a lot. Well, jab jab. <laughs> by he's my little brother's nine years younger than I am. Whoa! And so there's your kind parents of a, just have some peaks and valleys. Yeah, the, apparently, uh, apparently kidding. they'll take them when they can get them. <laughs> so it, I mean, so like, what made you go from having fun baking a pie, selling it door to door, just occasionally to all right, I'm not going to go all in on this now. Well, I mean, I was selling it door to door when I was 15. Yeah. Right. So that, See, that changes that, game. That is true. I kind of wanted to ask that question. There's that. Because we kind of skipped from you selling pies door to door to like oh, yeah, explaining to your husband. There's a whole lot in your life that went on between that. There was that, a little bit that happened, right? right? We've yeah. had some drama. We had some drama. Right? It's fine. It's fine. You upgraded. I upgraded. So and let me say you did a heck of a job. Thank you. Her husband is a normal sized human being. Meaning he's, right. he's cam sized. Yeah, he's a big dude. <laughs> he's and a I big dude. <laughs> so, and I mean, what better person to marry than a baker, you know, like if you're a big dude. I, I did make him a pie on our second date. Seriously? I did a oh, banana it was, cream. It was over. And he said he's been in love ever since. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, you come with it, right? Yeah. That's yeah. so good. So was there ever any gap between, I mean, so we got to 15 years old, selling door to door. Like, was yeah. there ever a gap where it stopped? Like where you baking? stopped baking? Right. No, never. It That's was awesome. like my moment, my therapy, even when I wasn't like selling it. Like I only sold it door to door literally for like that one month. Yeah. Right. And then but I. But still, that's a great story at 15 because <laughs> nobody told you to do it. No. Like you loved it enough and you had a goal. You wanted a video yeah. camera. Like yeah. that is a really cool story. So Papa Papa Tolbert must have done a pretty dang good job. Yeah. Like I'm super goal oriented. Like I wanted thing. Like I'm going to go get this. So let's figure out a way to go get this. Even though I'm sure if you'd have given me like two weeks later, I probably would have been over it. <laughs> I'm like, right. I don't really want a video camera. It's fine. It's fine. It was like a handheld. I know you order. finally buy it. That's how I am still like you finally buy it. And you're just like, yes, uh, nah. this is kind of boring now. Yeah. <laughs> I have to pay for this. Anyway. <laughs> well, so then I baked, I baked all the time though. I baked bread. We delivered bread weekly and I'm pretty sure I graduated high school and got rid of all of my tardies because I was baking goods to the administration. You should like- be way fatter. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that, you know, 
the most appropriate way, but like you're a fit person. You're you're thank you. Thank you. I mean, you're very thin, right? You're a thin person. It takes a lot. She doesn't look like a baker, because we're not just talking bake. Like this is just carbs and sugar. Well, here's the thing. Lots of butter. I'm and lots of butter. Tons. But like that's all I eat. I don't eat anything else. Like I only eat carbs and sugar. It works well for you then, I guess. Why doesn't like, it work for me? I just eat a standard. <laughs> well, you eat meat, right? There's like barbecue in there. Well, yeah, but I would think the carbs and the sugar would be more fat producing than the barbecue. Listen, I just eat a steady stream of candy. Are you really? You are one of those sweet tooth people? I love gross candy, like Skittles. So and... you're skinny fat is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I always call my general manager, Annie, because she never wants real food, but she will eat candy like a five-year-old. Oh, But yes. she's super skinny. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for taking it there. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so selling pies door to door. Yeah, you're really stuck on that. Selling right. pies door to door. I baked no, I crazy. Just want, I'm trying I, to fill in the gap. Like the time span of my life, right? right? I was a cook in high school at a restaurant. In college, I was a personal chef for a family. And so I cooked dinner for them every night. So no culinary school. No culinary school. But I just you were kind of doing the chef thing. I just cooked all the time. Hold on, how'd that happen? I just let's let's not just this is why that. I you keep were a, going back to like the 15th thing because you yeah you just you're a, a private chef or a family in college yeah so there was this family who had they just I think they they had a, a special needs son and okay. they had the state allocated them funds to help with their special needs son and so they used those funds to have somebody cook for him okay and so every day I would go in and I did all their grocery shopping on a budget and I meal planned and menu planned for him. That and I went in like a dream. It was fantastic. So I just went into their house and I brought their groceries and I cooked. And then I just left when dinner was served and they did the dishes and then I went away. This is why the story before is so important because I, it's funny that so many like self-starting entrepreneurial types, when you talk about everything leading up to it, there always seems to be these things that happen yeah. that just make it almost seem like it was meant to be, like it was like predestined to happen. Like your dad with the yeah. you know, profit, like cost of goods and profit, like you selling door to door, like to get a camera. And then this, like learning more about cost of goods, yeah. learning more about shopping on a budget. It, I mean, all of this stuff and you were comes into it. Like full meals. You weren't yeah. just like baking them desserts. No, no. And I rarely would bake them desserts. I just would make food. I just cooked dinner. And that was it. Wow. And I did that for, I think, my freshman and sophomore year. So Where'd you go oh, to college? I went to Utah State. Okay. And then I married my first husband. So right. I moved back to Salt Lake and I worked in a data center, you know, doing whatever, just trying to get through school and put my husband through school. And, and I had babies and I was still just baking. Like, it's just kind of my happy place. And again, like I'm obsessive enough that I wanted to learn how to do things, right? Like, so everything from scratch, like no recipes. I'm a big believer of everything from scratch. There's always recipes. Like there's always guidelines. Like yeah. you should always follow some sort of rule of thumb. Otherwise, why are they there? Right. Things work for a reason. Like there's very scientific reasons why. But when's the last time you used a, me a measuring cup? To like hold ingredients? <laughs> See? <laughs> Humble flex. And I'm like this, the instant oatmeal. It says half a cup of water. I'm like measuring like, cup, half mouth, a cup of yeah, water. Yeah, your mouth breathing. Just like. <laughs> 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 right? 
well, and I just, it's just something I always did. It was like my happy place, my safe place. It's what I did. I mean, I divorced my first husband and I actually was afraid to start baking after I was going, like at the very beginning when I went through my divorce. I moved back home. I had two little girls and they were like babies. I mean, she, the youngest was, Ruby was like, I don't know, six weeks old. Wow. And so I was actually afraid to start baking because I knew if I started, you wouldn't stop. I would not stop. <laughs> like it was like, I had to, it took me almost like a month before I started baking. And then when I started baking, it didn't stop. Like I wow. just baked. And so I so delivered how long it to ago people. Was this, what you're talking about now? Uh, 10 years ago. Okay. 10 years ago. And actually, like right about now, 10 years ago. And I just baked always. And then, I like to bake for people and I like to try new recipes and I like to explore and see what things do. And I mean, my grocery budget was always double everything else because I just wanted to do it. And I believed in doing things real, like, and that's how June pie is too. Like everything is from scratch, everything. And it's not necessarily organic or, you know, gluten-free or anything like that. It's like farce anyway. Yes, but it's real. And we try to use local ingredients, but everything there's no like mixes and no powders and no like just right. add water. Like, <laughs> no, cru- no crusty's pancakes. <laughs> no, no. Like I didn't know that pancakes came from a box like that. You could have Bisquick. Like I right. grew up not knowing that that was a thing. My mom made pancakes from scratch right. and brownies from scratch. Like I didn't know you could get box brownies until I was like probably in high school. Hold on. You there's another way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's on. It's on Google. Okay, you can Google it. Like buy them online. Oh, oh yeah, the piece of paper that tells you what to do. <laughs> well, and so I just always baked that way, and then I became like obsessive about things, especially when I became a stay-at-home mom. Are you like that in other areas of your life, like obsessive? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like if I zone in on something, like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do right now. Like I wanted to learn how to knit, so I learned how to knit from a book. And I just like obsessively knit everything. Have you ever heard of attention deficit disorder? Yeah. Very, very strong in that. Yes. I'm hearing about a lot of wormholes here. (laughs) Yeah. Until I could find like, it all came back to like this creative outlet and everything that I was like obsessing about, right? Just always brought me back to the kitchen. Well, it always fizzled out too, right? Yeah. And you went back to the thing that you loved the most. Yeah. And like once I felt like I was competent in it, I was like, okay, next. What, what can I do next? And it got to the point where my husband, you know, is at his new job and. So you kind of skipped a part. What how part? long, how long between, you know, getting rid of the first one. Oh, the first one. Right. A, a year. So, okay. So you were single for a year, bake, yeah. like baking during that time yeah. too, probably. And, a nice and dating to... him. I mean, we got married like 18 months later. So, so you we... met him pretty quick yeah. afterwards. Yep. So Ruby was like 10 months old. Right. And then we dated and we're baking and then... So how did you guys meet? We were set up on a blind date. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Yeah. Yeah. So his cousin is my very best friend. Okay. And so we were set up on a blind date and he had just gone through a divorce as well. And so... Really? Yeah. No kids yet though? No kids. Okay. No kids. And so I was like this golden ticket, right? I get to have like, he gets to have like this instant fam, like, right. oh, I have, and they're little. I think you're, I Perfect. think you skipped to the golden ticket for the kids part, but I think it was more about the baking for him. Yeah, really? That, that was the like, bigger golden the, ticket for him. Yeah, it's signed the deal what is he sure. weigh? He's, he's got to be 325. He's a big dude. Uh, he's probably 300. He's yeah. a big dude. 300? He calls it body by pie. <laughs> 
<laughs> or P90 pie, you know, however you want it. Like, there's a lot of pie. There's a he, lot of testing. He would be, this would be another good couple. We'll have to bring him back, but, oh, geez. but yeah. Okay. So one year and you're baking still, then you meet Kevin. Baking. Right. Obsessively baking. And cooking. doing this with small kids. Yeah. And you know, something else that popped into my, my, my mind, and a lot of people don't know this, but you're cooking in residential ovens. <laughs> Yeah, in like kitchens where counters are as big as this table. Right. And with <laughs> residential ovens, a lot of people don't know this, but you know, when you go to a bakery or any, you know, commercial kitchen, yeah. you've got ovens that have convection. They've got fans and you've got very even heat top to bottom, yep. side to side. But in residential ovens, if you, if your oven says three fifty, it can actually be three ten all the way up to three ninety. Yeah. And they still get the UL listing. So Whenever you read a recipe that says, bake this casserole at 350 for 20 minutes, there's a reason why it turns out different every single time because your oven is never really consistently. Yeah. And a commercial oven varies only like 10 degrees. Right. Exactly. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Right. Like I know I have one little tiny hotspot in the back of my oven. Right. And I know well, where you that can is. take advantage of that, yeah. right? Like, if like you want that's where I always like on top. rotate through and things like that. But yeah, I'm doing all of this baking and it's all on a smaller scale, right? Like I'm doing batches of bread and, you know, two or three pies at a time. Like I'm not doing anything crazy. Like how long does it take you? Did it take you to make a pie? I don't know, even a um, couple hours. Like, okay. I mean, you, pie is labor intensive. It's a little For bit like sure. barbecue, right? Like right. you don't get to just, when we sell out of pie, people are like, we'll make more. I'm like, that's not like how that works. Sorry. <laughs> that's There's a reason why we don't open till the afternoon. Cause I made that pie fresh in the morning and it's got to like cook and set and chill and all of those things. So it, I don't know. How did, I mean, did you just teach yourself all of these things? Like, did you by trial and error know how long to cook it for the temperatures, how long it has to sit if you cool yeah. it? I Yeah. I mean, I grew up baking. My, my my mom baked pie for Thanksgiving. It wasn't like a huge treat, but my dad loved a peach pie. And so like we baked pie and my grandma was a fantastic pie baker. And um, her, so my mom's grandma was a terrific pie baker as well. And so it was just kind of always there. And I, I found something very artistic about pie. One, you can put anything you want into a pie, like anything. It gets, it can be sweet it can be savory What's the weirdest thing you've made in a pie well i think putting celery on a pie was Ew. probably the weirdest thing i had to do Gross. yeah well that celery pie made me ten thousand dollars so i it worked out hold on say what <laughs> we're jumping ahead of the timeline here. i know sorry but it, yes celery we okay, candied we'll, celery and, we'll come back and pie. to it yeah Wait, it was candied yeah we candied oh, celery yeah, it was still gross. Yeah. That's... Like, nobody eats that. <laughs> but we make like a chicken curry pie. It's fantastic. It's my favorite. It's my right. kid's favorite. So now she, yeah, like the dinner pies, right? Like dinner the pies. Like, pie. We can put whatever you want into a pie. So it gets to be like, I can get obsessive about one flavor of pie. And it's still within pie. I can do sweet pies. I can do hand pies. I can do savory pies. I can do quiche. Like, there's so much I can do with it. But yet I get to still live in the land of pie yeah and because our business model is is it's changing all the time i get to i don't get bored like because if i just made the same brisket over and over again i would be bored i'd be like i don't know what you're talking about yeah (laughs) right like that to me i'd be like no mm -mm." but that's why the menu changes all the time is that i'm bored i don't want to just keep making lemon pie 
I mean, I do. It's uh, actually the only pie that stays on the menu. So how often does that the menu change? Every week. Every week it's something different. Every week. With Except for the lemon pie. It's the so only that's the one pie that, stay. that stays that's on really the menu. That's really interesting Why? it's the lemon. The lemon was kind of became our signature pie. And it didn't, I didn't mean for it to happen. It just became the one that people wanted the most. We sell it probably three to one. Really? Everything else. And it's the one that we sell out every week still. Wow. So Six good. years later. Oh my gosh. Which is great. Do you have a favorite? I do. Do you have a favorite? So is... I want to break it down further. What's your favorite to make or bake and what's your favorite to eat? I would say my favorite to eat is called a sugar cream pie. Oh, yeah. It is probably the homeliest pie around. It looks sad. <laughs> like it just looks so sad, but it is so good. It's like creme brulee baked into a pie. Oh. Yeah, it's so good. How have you never had this? Whoa. I want that. Yes. Creme brulee is like my ultimate It's so favorite. good. Gosh, it's literally man. like cream and sugar. How often is that on the menu? It's on, it's on the menu fairly often because I like it so much. So like, can we like call and find out like, like, do you have like people calling and saying, what week is this coming? Or? Uh, Yeah, I don't. Do you schedule that stuff out? Um, I try to. Okay. I'm not super great at that. <laughs> I try to have. You probably never know what you're kind of in the mood for, right? Yeah. And now we've done it for so many years that like I have a pretty good idea of when things come on and seasonal pies and just classics. Like we don't, we know what pairings will sell well. And this maybe isn't a huge seller, but like we kind of stack the menu and things like that. Right. So you we're, know, we're bouncing our head again. We are. You are. Um. Okay. So. Okay, so door to door. Yeah, so 15 years old. Oh door gosh, to door. Stop. You guys are really. Okay. Divorce. <laughs> Divorce. Kevin. Okay, no. So. Okay, so yes, here we go. Kevin so. starts a new job, right? We're married. We have baby. We have three children. I'm bored. I'm not a good stay at home mom. I'm like really not a good stay at home mom. And so I just like get this idea that what if I just sold pie? Like, what if I just, because I'm making it anyway. At this point, I'm like just making it. And there was a cookbook that came out. Like, I get really, I love cookbooks. My dad has been giving me a cookbook every year for Christmas since oh, I was cool. like, I think my first one was a Klutz Kids cookbook. And I was like nine years old. Literally every year, it's like my favorite thing. And if he doesn't give me a cookbook, I'm so sad. I'm like, why did you, I don't want. Don't I mess hate that, you, dad. Don't, don't mess that up. Don't dad. mess that up. Like, it's my, I wait every year for the cookbook That's of the year. That's pretty cool. But. I, so I love cookbooks and the dream is to write one one day. Like I love it. But um, four and 20 blackbirds is a pie company out of New York and they're two sisters who wrote this cookbook. They started a pie kitchen. Um, their, their grandma or their mom was owned a cafe and then they moved to New York and they started this pie shop. So is there weed in their pies? I, I I'm sure probably at some point. I mean, they should really pivot with that name. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Right with things now. Four and twenty blackbirds. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, sorry. Um, so they wrote this cookbook, and it is a phenomenal cookbook. One of the best oh, cookbooks I have ever read in terms of like instructions and breaking down. Um, it looks beautiful. It tells their story, but easy Siri. Siri, yeah, she's she's mad at you. Hater. But so I just started. I read. I started reading this cookbook and started feeling like I could do this. I mean, I have time. And what if we just did something like small, something that. So we, this is a pie book, not just a cookbook. This is a pie. Right. This is a pie specific cookbook and just sweet pies. Right. And it was like, what? okay, what if we just sold them on Instagram? And it was like this idea that I was hatching in my mind and I didn't tell anybody about it, which is very 
unlike me. Like I don't, I'm like a talker through, like I want to sit and talk and like work through it. And then I'm good. I didn't with this. I just like sat on it and started like stewing. Okay. What if we, this, it would cost me this much money and I would need this and I would need this. And like the running lists of like all the things that I would need to do. And it was like, okay, not that big of a deal. Like I'll get an extra fridge for the garage. I'll buy a box of pie boxes and a box of tins and a rubber stamp with our logo on it and a a domain name and I'll build the website and I've got time. Like I don't need to rush it. Like I want to make sure when we announce this that like it's good. And so then I went to my husband with like kind of this hatched idea. And it was like, I, I never went to culinary school because truly I wanted to make sure that I I didn't ruin my love and my passion for this because I knew it was something I truly did love to do. And I found joy and safety in the kitchen and something I was good at, something that wasn't challenging for me. I didn't get overwhelmed by like complicated recipes. And there was some talent there. Like There's really something to be said about that. I think it's funny when I teach barbecue classes, what seems so simple to me, and I am not the sharpest tool in the shed, like people have a really hard time grasping it. And yeah. I and I think it's because they overthink it, right? Yeah. But it is, uh, I the think there are a lot of people, uh, yeah. Well. What's yeah. easy to you? Listen, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I still have it. I'm working on it. No, everyone does. We though. all are. Everyone right. does. Whatever no. is easy for you, you assume it's going to be easy to someone else. Well, and that's the thing, like, it's just like, you know, oh my gosh, athleticism. Like, some people just, are yeah. more naturally gifted with it. And and I've come to the conclusion that cooking is the same way. Yeah. You can touch fire with your hands. And yeah, I can it. actually. See, you that's can. pretty cool. It's like a, that's like a superpower. It yeah, is. like you could be an Avenger. I put out a fire on my lawnmower last night. With your bare hands. I just threw a towel on it, but I put my hands right into it. Burned a little hair off. And you didn't even think twice about it. No. No. So yeah, anyway. Well, I mean, that, I, I had to kind of come up with this like plan to right. convince my husband that we could do it. What was his reaction? He was like, okay. I mean, he's not a risk taker in any aspect of his life. Like he's like slow and steady. He doesn't rush to any conclusions. It takes him a very long time to like, I always joke, I'm like, are you still praying over those pair of sneakers? Like just buy the sneakers. <laughs> like it's fine. And I'm not, I'm like, okay, let's go switch it out. Right. Next. So was he like, okay with it? Because he was like, oh, she's not going to do this. So I'm just going to say yes. So we don't have to worry about it. Oh no. He knew that like, she's going to do it anyway. I was going <laughs> to probably, right. but I was going to do it anyway. But like, because I had just been mulling this over in my mind and like kind of secretly making my plans, I didn't even tell like my mom or my sister about it. I was like, mm, I got to just do you like, think, mm. do you think deep down you were scared of like rejection or people staying, you know, you didn't want to hear someone say that's a bad idea. No, I was just more or less like wanted, if I was going to throw it out there, I needed to be able to commit to it. It feels like more like, dad, don't pay for my stuff. I want to do it on my own. A little bit. A that, little bit more like that, where that I'm like, like, I just, if I'm going to throw this out there and say I'm ready to do you it. You don't want to commit to it. Yeah, I better loud. be ready. Like, if I'm going to say it out loud. Right. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. And I got to be able to be okay with that because yeah. it is going to be a time commitment. And, but yeah, at the same time, I'm like, I have these three kids and they're not like, baby babies anymore they're just at my feet all the time and so well and you did not have a i mean i remember the house right yeah like you did not have a very uh conducive no space for we lived in this little rental you didn't have a wing with the kitchen yeah no No. it wasn't a chef's kitchen or whatever you call it like 
this oven it was, was probably 25 years old and literally the counter was like this big. Right. And I had a spare fridge in the garage, which was my biggest expense. And I remember when I like tallied it all up, I can, I told my husband about it and I, I went on this trip actually with my mom and my sister. Um, we went to Seattle and I said, I think I'm going to sell pie on Instagram. I think I'm going to do it. And at that point, like I already had a name. I already had kind of like doodled the logo. Like, were I, you were you active on Instagram at the time? No, no, I wasn't. I did have the Instagram name, okay, but nothing had happened about it. I, I think was it's just, funny that you say Kevin really thinks things through and goes slow. And this was the you only put a decision. Lot of thought into like, this maybe one. besides like marrying <laughs> Kevin, and this decision might have been like the only time I was like super methodical about it because I knew that I was like, okay, if I do this, like, I think I could do it. How like, much? How much did it cost? It's like two hundred and seventy-five dollars. Oh to my start gosh, out. that is so awesome! Like and and I remember and that was just the fridge or what? It was like a fridge. I bought a fridge for like a hundred dollars that I used. Like <laughs> so you're garage. not buying a commercial fridge. Oh no, you this was bought. like a spare. Like again, because it was like look, and I got to the point where I was like, what's going to happen if it doesn't work? What's the worst case scenario, right? Then it didn't work. Yeah, like it didn't work. And I know like that sounds so like trivial. Like for people who are like, well, I'm like. What's the worst? Okay, two hundred. We're out two hundred and seventy-five dollars. Like that was the worst sure. thing that happened. Like, and I tried it, and I wanted to know, like, could I really do this obsessively and still want to bake for my family? I still wanted to be able to w- want to make cookies with my kids. Right. Like, I didn't want to be so focused on that that I didn't want to do this. And so I just, I said, let's try it. I, I'm just gonna try it. Like, I got nothing else going on. <laughs> just hanging out. I mean, that's not totally true. Not totally true, but it kind of felt that way where I was like bored. You I just was had bored. spare energy. You needed so much energy. Right. I needed something else to do. I could only like just stay at home and like right. blow bubbles with my kids for so long. <laughs> like I just couldn't do it. I was not very good at it. Like I didn't find it fulfilling. Like I like to be busy. I'm a person who likes to wake up early and do things and I feel better when I do do those things. And so just like, Folding the laundry was not my thing. Right. And if I I had all week to fold the laundry, I never folded the laundry. <laughs> but if you like stagger my day and I'm like up at four, I've got this, this, and this, like this is it'll ADHD get to a T, people. <laughs> yes. This is absolutely the definition of it. And so, then and then we started and I just said, let's do so it. So how how did you sell your first pie? Well, so we came up with um Kevin kind of helped me work through if we keep the menu simple because it was a weird thing right we were going to sell them on instagram we were going to say look on tuesday i'm going to have five sour cream lemon pies and like can you ship them anywhere or were you just trying we to didn't stay ship local them anywhere okay. like it was you come to my doorstep and you pick them up got it which is bizarre to think about now that my safety first husband allowed total strangers <laughs> to come to my house <laughs> between the hours of 3 and 5 p.m and pick up pie wow and i think because i had, i live in this great community where I've grown up there. I've been baking for all the members of this community my whole life. Like I kind of already had this reputation and I wanted to make sure that the product that you got from my house didn't look like it came from a home. That was the number one key. Like I what wanted- What does that mean? Meaning that the box looked nice and okay. that the pie looked nice and that when you came to pick it up from my home, my home was clean and that you weren't like, hold on. It wasn't that like sometimes here. like when you get a meal delivered to your house and you're like- yeah. Yeah. It could be a little sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean I had I I got my food handler's permit again and like I wanted to make sure that like I was doing this as legit as I could because again I I had time to make sure that like all 
my T's were crossed and my eyes were dotted. Like, and I, I wanted to make it consistent. Like if we're going to do it, let's do it really well. Right. Like our boxes were all stamped and our, so there was some brand consistency right out the get go. And we kept, like, we didn't want to make it too complicated for people. Right. Like they're going to, we don't want to give them options. If you give people options, they don't want to buy it. They get overwhelmed. True. They're like, uh, I don't know. And because they're like commenting, like, I want one of those. They don't want to have to choose. Like, let's make it as simple as possible. Yeah. I only want them to respond. Yes, I'll take one. Yeah. So it was one pie a day for three days a week. So I made five pies of that one flavor. So there were only like really? five lemon pies available on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, there was like five banana. On Friday, there was five chocolate. And that's it. That's how it started. So 15 pies a week, three flavors. Wow. When you started, is that kind of as far as you had gotten? Like as far as planning? Is like, yeah. I'm I just wanted this. to see if it would work. Okay. If I could manage it and if it would work. Like there truly wasn't a huge end goal in this. It was like, I'm baking this many pies a week anyway. Let's right. make some money on it. Let's see. And we priced it out where every pie was $20. So some pies we made more money on, some pies we made less money on, and we felt like it would even itself out. But people are coming to your doorstep, right? It's easier if it's just 20 bucks. And this is before Did Venmo. you ever sell them by the slice, or is it always no. the full pie? We always sold them by the full pie Okay. in the beginning. Well, and you were sold out two weeks in advance. Well, never two weeks in advance, because I was never that good well, with the menu. True. But yeah, it was always sell out really fast. And so the first week I sold out, and I was like, wait, what? Hold on. Hold on. Dang. And did it all come from Instagram? Yeah. We sold, and then sometimes with Facebook, but mostly Instagram. Okay. Mostly Instagram. And people just would tag and say, here we are. And then five pies a day, three days a week lasted for two weeks. And then it was six pies a day, three days a week. How many could you cook at at a time with the residential oven? Could you do two or just do one at a time? Four. I could do four. Oh, you did four. Okay. I could do four. Well, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Maybe three? I'm thinking like size-wise in the right. oven, probably three. Wow. Yeah, three, because in my mixer, I could do a double batch and get six crusts and then double round in the oven. I could get <laughs> six. Six. We got to get pictures of oh my gosh <laughs> that kitchen. Yes. It's to so like bad. what she has now. It's so crazy. Bad. Like the hearing you say my, my mixer. Yeah. Like, was it KitchenAid Bosch? What was it? It was a KitchenAid. Oh, that, my gosh. That was my... KPS, this KitchenAid was my mom's wow. that I took to college. It was like 20 years old. It was like a four-quart KitchenAid. And it didn't even dawn on me that I could, like, go buy a new one. I was like, <laughs> it's fine. And I remember so vividly, like, um, going to Harmon's. Because I was going to Costco to, like, buy the ingredients and, like, price them out and, like, fluctuate. But I remember going to Harmon's and they had a banana slicer. And it was like... and it's just like this weird like banana slicer and i was like i don't think i can do it like a knife works i want that too much that's too much it was like too much of a thing and now i look in the shop and i have like 20 of them because i can and you know we go through a lot of them but i have to ask a lot of times when people are doing something for free it's fun as soon as you start charging for it it's like oh my gosh did you ever have that moment no you never did no, because then it was like, okay, I'm going to go buy a new bicycle. Okay. Right. So how many pies do I have to sell so I can buy a new road bike? So this is just like that time when you were 15. Yeah. It became Knocking just doors. Like, yeah, a little bit. Where right. it was like, let's just see. Because at this point, it was like my husband had started a new job in sales. So his like commission checks and things like that weren't 
I mean, he was just starting out and it wasn't quite there yet. And so I was just like building our savings and I was paying for it. And I remember when I made $275, I took it out and put it aside so that I always had covered my costs. Like wow. I was never going to be out anything. So if I quit doing it, it was okay. Take, what I do when I play take some chips off the table, put them in your pocket. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it really was just like, look, I'm just going to go. <laughs> well, and I think somewhere probably in an envelope is still the $275. Like I just wanted I to make sure. You lose cash. I'm <laughs> finding cash all over the place in my house. Yeah. Yeah, it was a problem. <laughs> wow. But it just kind of grew and, it, and there was this demand for it and people talked about it. And I don't think it could have ever happened really anywhere else other than the Heber Valley. Like I grew right. up there. People knew my name. They knew who I was. They knew my own baking reputation a little bit. And people shared pie. They so shared I it. I found out about it. Yeah. I was actually trying to think. I was like, how did Cam? I think it was my sister, Tiffany. Have you heard of this June Pies? And maybe and she's out in Daniel. I'm like, what? Yeah. Anyway. And, and there it was. We're coming to get my first one. And there, and then the rest was history. The rest was history, and here when, we are. When did you start going from six to seven? Like, what was the next step? Then we went from then it was like six pies. Then it was two flavors a day. We added a second flavor, still six. Because again, is it only you? Making- it's only me. Okay, it's always only me. Before my kids are awake and while they're at nap time, and again, like pickup is between three and five p.m. So that pies are all done by the time my husband comes home from work ish. Oh, like so? Wow. So it's like. I, I wanted to make sure that it didn't like eat into the family time. Yeah, like it didn't and that my house wasn't a wreck when my husband came home from work because I was like had this new weird hobby that was like, is it really worth it? <sighs> like there's flour everywhere because there is. Yeah. It feels like it's never ending. <laughs> the amount of flour now. I'm sure my husband's like, okay, I'm done with the flour that's everywhere. But it just like grew and then we added fresh flavors and then What do you mean by fresh flavors? Like just- we added more seasonal flavors like the ruby red pie came to be right my oldest daughter's name is june and my other daughter's name is ruby and so fresh strawberry pie became a ruby red pie and then is there an actual june pie that just like no like a flavor no and that is the debate between the sisters where ruby's like i have a pie named after me how cool is that and ruby and stella looks at her and goes i have a whole company (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Cute. mothership's named after me. Yeah, exactly. Because her name, my oldest daughter's name is Stella June. Right. And I always called her June from the time she was baby. And so I'm probably the only one who does call her June. Um, but the, which is why people are like, well, where did June pie come from? Right. Stella June. Um, and, and it just evolved. And then we added dinner pies and they were a huge hit. And then we did one dinner pie a week. And then, which I can't, we did a lot, one flavor, one flavor of dinner pie a week. And I actually think back now, I was looking at some pictures and it's like freezing cold outside. There's snow outside and I have like pies sitting on the back deck, chilling in the snow. And there was like a lot of them. Like I would do probably 16 to 20 dinner pies, which again, if you think about the space that I had is insane. And then we added hand pies. And then, and this is the time where like, and we're, all of this is still in your house, out of your in kitchen, my house, out of my one kitchen and my one Gosh. fridge. And then came Thanksgiving and, oh dang. well, I guess before Thanksgiving happened, studio five did a, heard about us and they did a piece on us and it aired like, I remember that weeks before Thanksgiving and. It, I thought it was the health insane. department was going to come to your house after that aired. Yeah. It's like, she's going to get in trouble. Yeah, I thought so too, but <laughs> <laughs> they didn't come for a while later. Not, not that you were doing anything. 
but this is before just, like you, know, you had to you have can't really sell food out of your house no you know like that's there's why. some gray areas you can't sell <laughs> right. there's you can't sell the same thing day after day well i wasn't selling the same thing i had different pie flavors Listen, when the health department has to worry about something like that, that's, that, you know, they they're not doing their, yeah, 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 they're not doing their job. Like it, well, and then thanks. And then Thanksgiving happened and our first Thanksgiving, we made 145 pies with a residential Hold on, what? oven, a hundred and a hundred and forty five pies by myself in one day, in one day. And all I could do was pray that the weather was cold so that they would stay in my garage, like. How does that even work? So you, you can only fit in. three pies in an oven. Yeah. You do the math. It was a lot. Parents I actually, I think for Thanksgiving, I went to my mom's house. They were out of town and I went to my mom's house and I used, she had three ovens. And so I used her ovens and then, but I had to haul them back to my house. I'd go back and forth. And it was like, I look back now and go, how, how did I do that? You got to really love something. And it didn't, it was like this challenge. It was fun. I loved it. What year was this? 2014. And then Christmas came and we didn't do as many for Christmas because I was like a little bit tired after I was gonna say, Thanksgiving. Still worn out from Thanksgiving. It's so it happens. They kind of combo up together. And then that January after that, um, we got a notice that we had to stop selling pies out of our house. Um, they did find you. Uh, and it wasn't even the health department that found us. It was the city planners who um, we had been turned in for parking. I figured I was going to ask that question. And it was like never because you guys, most people don't buy just one pie. Like right. when we were doing multiple flavors, like you bought a dinner pie and a dessert pie. And so we only had like maybe six people come in the three hour time frame. So it's not that big. It's no different than like a daycare pickup. You ever, that's a good point. Did you ever find out who told on you? Yes. Oh. What's their names? <laughs> I, you know what? I don't remember who their name was, but they were the bakery manager at a... Oh. It was the competition. Oh, it was the grocery store bakery manager. Shut your mouth. Yeah. What grocery store? It was Days. Oh. That's messed up. But, and he like came and bought pie and he's like, I'm just only here to test it. I just got to see what my competition is. And I was like, uh, Okay. Oh. And then I saw him at the grocery store like the next day. I'm like, hey, how did you like your pie? And he's like, well, the pie pan was really good. And I was like, what a dick. <laughs> okay, cool. So I mean, he's no longer, he was a very short term bakery manager there. Not Is a big still deal. still in the valley? I don't even, I honestly can't even remember his name. Okay. Well, if we, yeah, we got to figure his name out because no. we can publicly state it no, and then fine. people it's will fine. tell you if he's there or not. It was a good push. It was a good push because I don't know if I would have, like, we had to Again, decide if we were going to leave. Again, for a reason. Like, we had to decide if we were going to leave and what we were going to do. Like, and it was a very much so, are we going to go find a new kitchen? So you what are we going to do? We is, are you referring to your husband? I, I guess, I, I mean, yes, that decision had to happen with him. But he didn't have anything to do with June pie. Yeah. Like, and he didn't want anything to do with June. Like, it was I fine. disagree. I mean, he was a taste tester. Yep. Yeah. That's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and my family was a taste tester. I think my family is still so tired of pie. Where I'd be like, That's okay, ridiculous. I have this pie. Well, there are a lot of taste testing where I'm like, okay, wait, what about this one? Okay, but this one, Tammy, it tastes the same. I'd like to be on the beta team oh. from here on out. Okay. So All when right. you want to test new product, I'm in. Okay. Done. Yes. I mean, yes. oh my gosh. I know. I we actually have a new pie coming out next week. 
Are we allowed to talk about it yet? Your episode's yeah. going to drop next week, so it'll be perfect timing. We are going to have a new pie next week, and I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Can what we is have it? the exclusive? Sure. Like the first place where people can hear, or have you posted it already? I mean, I did tease it, but I didn't announce anything. There was uh, just that there was a new pie coming. What is it? I need a name for it. We'll come up with it right this now. This would be great. Be we'll great. let the listeners <laughs> figure it out. So, I mean, it's... Okay, June Pie, we don't do any funny names. The Ruby Red Pie is the only pie that gets its own name right. because of Ruby. And I, it's actually super annoying because people are like, what's in a Ruby Red Pie? I'm like, it's a fresh strawberry pie. So oh, I would okay. I thought like a rhubarb, right? Right? Yeah. Well, we just call that the strawberry rhubarb. Really? Yeah. Like we don't... Chicken pot pie. Like, <laughs> What's in it? <laughs> chicken like, and pot. Again, the goal is to never confuse the customers. Like what we do is no, kind of confusing smart. anyway. Like right. the menu changes every week. I have to order it on Instagram. Like I can't just go any day of the week and get whatever I want. Like what? So we keep the same model all the time. Even now, right? Every Tuesday and Wednesday, we make a dinner pie and two dessert pies. Thursday is always hand pie day. Friday is our seasonal fruit pies. So it exponentially compounds. Like you can pick up your dinner pies and then like we like prep them and get them ready. So by the end of the week, like we're still making like the same flavors fresh, but we've like already prepped and like almost gotten them there. Right. So, but people still struggle with that. Like, wait, I can't get a hand pie. It's Tuesday. I'm like, nope. You've never been able to get a hand pie on a Tuesday. Never, ever. <laughs> like, we've never done that. And so I, I think that we kept our brand the same. Like, this logo, like the June pie, is the same. That's my handwriting that I digitized. Like, that's the same from the very, very beginning. Wow. And the look of the pie is the same. Right. Like, the lemon pie looks the same. And so we, we keep some consistency and some brand. And I'm not sure I realized I was doing that. Until way later down the line where somebody pointed it out like, oh, you have such good brand consistency. I'm like, huh? I like the rolling pin window. Right? It's good, huh? Pretty cool. Because we are very adamant that we roll everything by hand. I don't use any dough sheeters. Okay. So what's the so what's the new pie? Yeah, I was going to say, what's the new pie? Oh. <laughs> uh, it's a Chicago deep dish pie. Whoa. Oh, your face right now. What? Shut the hell up. Like what, pizza? What else? Yeah. Like pepperoni sausage yeah <laughs> yeah so it's my mom's spaghetti sauce oh that cooks God. for like 18 hours um slow cooks can we call the nitty-gritty because it is gonna be so good no nobody would know what that is <laughs> that's okay it would be so confusing people would be like what's in the nitty-gritty and i'd have to be like oh my gosh it's a deep dish pie no so it has sausage hamburger pepperonis mozzarella and a tomato sauce what day i think it's coming wednesday next week on a limited release, like you we have it on Hebrew next Wednesday. Yes, I do. <laughs> we'll put you down. Oh for some. my gosh, we'll I put can't wait. I'm hundred percent. I so I love Chicago deep dish pizza. Okay. I buy it from Chicago and have okay, them have ship, it ship it to me. Okay, well that's what we did. We tested one. We had a ship. Giordano's. Yes, and this and I've been like toying with this in the back of my mind. I've been thinking like, what if we did not a crust on top and we put like bread cheese on top? So it was like this like layer, and then it was like no, because I worried that it would be too much meat to crust ratio but having had a chicago deep dish pie like it's not no apparently not like and this is i'm not gonna lie you guys this is a hard pie for me because i like really hate bolognese sauce like meat tomato sauce i hate it why i don't know i always have since i was like a small child what's funny is i don't love it i hate it tomato sauce Mm -hmm. like i like fresh tomato like just tomato sauce but if you put 
ground meat in it. I'm like, mm. what? Mm-mm. So You're, you don't. It's like spaghetti's a no-no no. for you. If it's just like a plain tomato sauce, fine. Like I like pasta, but if you we put can. meat in that, I'm like mm. it's supposed to have meat in it. I'm not gonna lie. The very first time I consistently started eating meat was when I started coming to Bam Bams. Nice, because really? I like I like barbecue right. and good barbecue, but like I do not. So this was a hard pie. I've been sitting on this flavor for like almost two years because I was like, oh, I'm like, oh my gosh, the thought of having to taste this over and over again to so, like make sure it's right is too much. That's incredible. So does it take longer to cook than other pies? Because like to cook one of those suckers takes forever on like well, the pizza side a dinner pie takes a long time anyway yeah. dinner pie is going to take like 45 minutes okay. to an hour anyway to make and to cook even though like everything is cooked inside it's still like takes a long time yeah to cook it and so this one is there so it's coming next week oh i can't We've been wait tasting it for days so <laughs> where can they order it because because no. so this episode comes out on monday oh perfect here we go so we're gonna sell out of the chicago pie yeah, well, it needs a name though. Do we just call it like the deep dish, the Chicago deep dish? Called the Jordan to Pippen. <laughs> yes, the Chicago pie or the shy. You could call it the shy, like shy town. No, I think it's just got to be like Chicago deep, or it's got to say deep something. Yeah, because you knew what I said. I mean, like you knew what that was. Right. Yeah. It was a deep dish pie. Yep. Like, I mean, you could just call it the deep dish, like pizza pie or something yeah. like that. So we'll we'll figure that out. We wow, got, we got to get that. I'm really taken excited care. right now. Me too. Yeah, it's gonna and be I'm good. so hungry right now that it sounds. I know. So good. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a long day. <laughs> it has for you guys. <laughs> for you guys. Stop it. It's been long too. Well, yeah, I kind of messed up on my fast, but it's okay. Anyway, all right. So when did we get to the point to jump to the next level? Well, if you recall, you asked to be a part of June Pie. That's right. I forgot about that. You're basically the reason June Pie is what it is. And you not I... ever calling me back was basically the reason why <laughs> June Pie is what it is. <laughs> That's funny. I totally forgot about that. What happened? Cam wanted in on it. Right. No, I wanted a dessert here, right? Like, no, we you wanted, wanted the... like equity in on it. Like, I did? Yeah. Remember, we went to you your were kitchen. You such a shark. We went yeah, to your kitchen and you were like, this is going to be good. Barbecue and pie go hand in hand. Like right. you do things That's like what, I do things right. and like we were in it. And I was like, well, yeah, it's a lost art. It's an it's old school lo- Americana yeah. type. Art. We literally roll and crimp those crusts by hand every day. Right. Nobody does that anymore. Nobody. Nobody. Right. So, I mean, we went to your kitchen, we tested it out and you were like, yeah, you just like outsource it. And I was like, Ugh. outsource what? Like the production of pie. I was like, I don't want to do that. Cam was trying to make it all big business. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you what was. Outsource, <laughs> I would have never said to outsource. Well, essentially, like, come here, we'll, you know. Oh, that's Production right. your recipes more, right. to make more to, like, mass produce these things. And I was like, right. mm, I am for sure not at that point in my life where I could give that <laughs> up. Like, I am still in my home kitchen doing this. Right. And it came back and it was like, what he's asking, he wants, you know, equity in this, right? Like, let's business out. And I was like, what he's asking is, like, Basically, it would cost me like 25 grand to build out a kitchen. Is it worth it? Nah, it's not worth it. It's I can so do it. Funny. I, I can don't do remember it. any of this. It's oh, so it was like pivotal crazy. moment in our lives. Like, okay, I could do it. Because like, why are you scared to make more pie? Like, clearly there's a demand. Right. People want these pies. I'm selling out like crazy. Like, And part of me is like, mm, I always like want to do more. 
like, well, last week I did this many. Like, how am I going to do this week? You know, like I'm always competing with myself. But what was holding me back from like actually having a real deal commercial kitchen? And it was like, I'm terrified of having to like manage my taxes and like all of like the logistical things like scare me. Like I'm overwhelmed by all of that. I think my dad was like, well, then hire an accountant. Done. Like that's what they're there for. Like hire a bookkeeper. Okay. What's the problem? Like Cam wants to like, like have this equity. He's got like this kitchen. You can go down there and like you can bake there and it'll like be this whole thing. But like really he's already like all he's giving you is the convenience of having it already figured out. And it's really not like that hard to figure out. Right. I mean, it was because I had no idea what I was doing. But I that's still what gave you the push to figure it out. Yeah. It was like, okay. And that, You're and welcome. That, thank you. I know. Right. For thank once, you for never calling, calling me back. back paid off. Right. Usually I get yelled at for that. No, it was fine. We still remained friend and we did pies here for a long time and it was good. It was like, I just needed a little bit of push to say, look, you can do this. Right. And to figure out the logistics in my brain, like, okay. Well, hey, cooking 50 pies in a commercial kitchen is a heck of a lot easier than making 10 in your house. So the more pies we make, the easier it is. Absolutely. Like, and then I teamed up with a florist. And so then I didn't have to take on a rent in a building all by myself. And I could still maintain like our weird hours. And I didn't have to be there all the time. It wasn't like this big commitment. And then like, it just evolved. And then we added online ordering. So you weren't just like, adding them to your Instagram account anymore. Then you could come in and just buy them. And then we added more pies and more flavors. And then we were open five days a week. And then we were open on Saturday. Like everything was just an organic growth. And I always wanted to make sure that everything that we were producing in the kitchen is something that if all of my staff and everybody like no showed, I could still manage, which at this point is a little bit silly to think about because that's, (laughs) <laughs> like not how that works anymore right? like at some well, point you have to grow for when you want to fire people yeah to like, know that you can handle it on your own i got it i got this like there's sometimes where you really do want to do that and sometimes you're like i know that you think i don't know how to do this anymore <laughs> but i still got this that's funny because that does happen a lot like they yeah. just they think you forget sometimes i'll do that here just to show them that i'm still the best at what they do yeah I, like, me too. whether it's cutting or running the cash register or what anyway i but. still sometimes like jump in on the crust crimping competition like you think i don't do this anymore <laughs> but watch this i can still crimp that crust faster than you can <laughs> i can still roll that faster than you can so what is the record for pies in a day as of right now well thanksgiving is always our biggest day okay because whether you like pie or not you eat pie yep and most people don't just show up with one single pie you come with like almost a pie per person attending your Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. And so this last year we did 3,600 pies in a day. Oh, oh my God. I was expecting like a couple hundred. No. Oh no. We So on average, I should have prefaced that. Like on average now we make about six to 700 pies a week. Whoa. You did. Dang. Say that number again. We did 3,500 pies last Thanksgiving. In one day? In one day. So the bake starts Sunday night. And we bake 24-7 until Wednesday. Is this all pumpkin or a mix? Oh, no. So we do nine flavors on Thanksgiving. Wow. So pumpkin, pecan. All sweet pies? All sweet pies. We don't do any savory pies for Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, Turkey and stuffing. We do that the week before. We do that pie. We did it this week. Our Thanksgiving leftover. Turkey, stuffing, cranberries. What's the next biggest day besides Thanksgiving? Uh, Probably Father's Day. 
Really? Wow. Men love pie. Men do love pie. Do you see men walking into cupcake shops? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> men love pie and women don't kidding. make pie. It's true. So it's a big day. And pie day is a big day. Like Everything we've... we like, most women aren't into. That's not true. Zing. <laughs> <laughs> I am refraining from all the inappropriate things to come out of my mouth right now because my mom will listen to this. I'm sorry. So 3,500 pies. You're 15. You're knocking door to door. <laughs> now here we are at 3,500 pies in one freaking day. But seriously, all because could you ever in your wildest dream could imagine that that's where you no. ended up? No. And that was never the goal. That was like never the end goal because... Even if you look at me now and say like, what do you do for a living? I, I'm like, I bake pie. I, it's not, I'm an entrepreneur or I'm a business owner okay, so, or I'm like, that's never what I say. Right. I bake pie. So here's another funny thing. Pie, not pies. That's funny. Not I cake the exact or cakes. same thought with, le- with Lego. Pie. It's not <laughs> Legos, it's Lego. <laughs> I bake pie. That's all. Wow. That's all I do. I just bake pie. And so I never think of myself like, and that's been my challenge over the last year is like, okay, you're kind of like, we're making a lot of pie. You're kind of a big deal. I'm not kind of, a, I'm not, but I, I, I'm not just me out of my house doing this on my own. Like right. I, I have employees, I have staff, I, I have lots of tax, like I, like I'm a functioning business. So are people I'm like real right. now? Like it's like a real With thing. With the storefront, Main Street, yeah, Huber, Main like, Street, I, like, awesome. I have my own building. Do I, you ship? We are working on it. Okay. Like we've been trying to logistically figure that all out. Oh, so which, now you want to mass produce, huh? Yeah, but interesting. Still, interesting. Interesting. Uh, but still by hand. Thinking ahead. Still by hand. No dough sheeters are allowed. <laughs> so you had thirty five hundred obviously not people because people are buying more than one, but yeah. that many people show up. Yeah. And we do um for Thanksgiving we do pop up shops. So some years we've come here to Bam Bams and done it and people pick up pies here or this last year we did Nyman Ski Shop in Utah County and then we do a store location at the store. You guys ever been to the grocery store called The Store? No. Uh Uh-uh. Okay. This is a fantastic grocery store called The Store. Where? On 6200 South and Highland Drive. And it's been there for like 30 years. Even maybe The Store. It's called The Store. And then they had one on 4500 South called The Store 2. And then they had one in Midway called Midway's The Store. And people get very confused when I'm like, yeah, we have pies at the store. Like, yeah, They're like, one? okay, what are your hours at the store? I'm like, no, it's like a grocery store. It's a fine foods market. And they specialize in local Utah foods. Okay, It's a fantastic market. I When I was the first newlywed, we lived not too far from there. And I was like, my favorite place to go. Interesting. Because <laughs> it's like the funnest bodega style grocery store around and they and that was kind of our next shift is we started well we opened the pie shop on main street in 2015 almost exactly a year after we started out of my house and we went two years there and then the food well a year there and the food network called on a july afternoon and said we have this show and we want you to come on it and i was like uh excuse me what? So we need you to fill out this application. You could do it and come on it. Bake pie. It's like a pie baking competition show. And I was like, uh, okay. Uh, okay. So we did. And we were called up to go 
compete on this show called the food, uh, the sugar showdown is what it was called. And uh, we went to Toronto and we filmed it. And like, that was the hardest summer of my life because I obsessively baked testing pies, potential pies for that show, like around the clock because I was not going to lose. I was not going to lose. I was not going to go there and lose because why? (laughs) Like, why would I even bother doing that if I was going to go lose? And so we went and we had to bake a pie that resembled ants on a log. Remember ants on a log? Like celery, peanut butter, and raisins? Oh, that was the celery pie. So that was our celery pie. So we made a peanut butter custard. We candied celery. We chopped up celery like really, really small. Did you know that was what was going to happen before you went? Uh, They do where they give you like, it's going to be one of these three types of pie. Like you're going to have, I don't know, it was like... Like you didn't have to come up with that idea on the spot. No, they give you like, it's either going to be like a tailgating pie flavor or playground flavor or, and like these would be the ingredients. Now I can't remember what like the other one was, but so I had to find pies that were for all of these and obsessively. And you only had 30 minutes to bake the pie. That's like cooking a brisket in 30 minutes. Like that doesn't happen. Maybe an hour in your world but like it still doesn't happen like how do you come up with a pie that you can do in 30 minutes for real and so it was i was like stressed because i was still just baking pies kind of like we hadn't really grown i hadn't like really pushed it farther than i was like i was still just kind of organically doing it people were still trying to figure this out like i'm never advertising right i'm never like reaching out to anybody to do this right and people are still buying pies anyway we go we win with the celery pie with ants on a log. <laughs> and it's so gross. So just celery inside of the pie. Well, we did a peanut butter custard okay. and then we did a layer of candied celery. So we chopped it up really, really small and we sugared it. And so we wow. candied it and then we piped peanut butter and then raisins. So it looked like ants on a log, each slice that you got. And it's funny. It, I've never heard that called ants on a log before. Why really? is that? Yeah. I never have just I celery. I bet if you Googled ants on a log, that's what would come up. Ants on the log. <laughs> but it was like a big moment, right? We won $10,000. And that was huge. Like, we had to keep it quiet for, our, we went in July and the episode didn't air until January. Oh, wow. And so, right, you, they withhold your winnings. Yeah. At that point, I had outgrown um, the florist that was with us and he wanted to go a different direction and I had outgrown him. So it was like the best of both worlds. So I took over the whole space. At the same time, like I took all of our winnings and I dumped it into the pie shop. And then here I was like a, a real deal owner. I like wow. had this pie shop. That's cool. It's crazy. Right. That's it's so crazy. And it's so cool that I mean, now it's it's not just a commercial kitchen. I mean, it is. It's a full storefront. Yeah. Which is a whole nother set of. <laughs> well, and know, it's a it's an interesting storefront because I'm only open like 15 hours a week. Right. Three hours a day. <laughs> That's with it. horrible parking. With the worst parking. <laughs> horrible in the world. parking. Like there. we're on Main Street, but we have like one parking stall on Main Street. Right. That's it's it. True. It's the worst. But I don't care because it works. Like, you're just picking it up anyway. Like that's right. This current climate that we're in, like COVID nineteen, like we were actually made for COVID nineteen. Like we do true. everything online. We don't want you to come in and hang out. Like just pick up your pies, take them home. We haven't really had to change anything. Have you seen an an, an increase in business with this? Yes. That's good. A lot. People want their freezers stocked. They don't want to cook, which is great. Except when they're fasting. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, it's the worst. I can't wait to go buy like 12 of these deep dish pies. I know. It sounds so good. <laughs> so what makes you excited right now? Like what do you see the business evolving or is it more just new flavors? I definitely think the business is evolving, right? So we sell pies after we went on the Food Network. We kind of took over. We started making more pies. We started wholesaling our pies to the store, grocery store. So it kind of took over our Salt Lake because people think that Heber's like really, really far away. And so then they could get them there. And we started selling a lot of pies there. Um, we do a lot of pies there and they get our whole menu there and they've been a fantastic partners with us. Like we love the store and they have two locations. Now they have one at the gateway and then one, their main location on 6200 South. And I mean, they get like, like today they picked up like 400 pies a week is probably their average. And so that's huge. But I think we, I would love to do a food truck. There's like lots of options. And I think we were headed in a lot of different ways and then you know small businesses kind of like well hold on what's going to happen here in the next <laughs> hot minute crazy and but shipping pies is for sure on the table it's something that we've tested we have new boxes we don't just i don't hand stamp them anymore just you know a glorious thing you mass produce your boxes now too huh? i do mass produce our boxes now <laughs> yep i sure do i sure do and our you know i don't stamp the no more hand anymore. Hey, as long as the crust is handmade still, we're still it's good. It's still, it's still good. Um, and everything's still made from scratch. Like, right. Every, there's no mixes and powders. Like everything is still whisked by hand and mixed together. We use fruits. All of our fruits come from all red orchards and right. our cherries come from the Payson cherry farms and things wow. like that. Like we just, I, and I think that makes the difference is that I love it. I, I still love to bake pie. Like I still, just last week I was like, guys, I sent my staff home. I was like, I just want to roll the dough tonight. Like, I just, I got to get out of my house. I got to get away from my kids. Like, I'm just going to go and put my headphones in and just roll the dough. Like, because I like it. I really like it. I could easily probably hire a, a kitchen manager and this and that and like, just let it ride. But I love baking pie still. That's awesome. Like, I, I it makes me happy. That's cool. I, I like it. That's I mean, there's not many people who can say that. I mean, I'm even up and down with barbecue still. I mean, it just, it kind of depends on the day, but. I mean, I how never, many times I do never, you still cook a week? Two to three. Yeah, because you want to. Mm. You could find, <laughs> you could find somebody. If you didn't yeah. want to, you could find somebody to do it. Yeah, I guess you're right. I could. You and could. It's good for me to stay involved. Plus, you know, it kind of sets the tone on what the quality should yeah. be because I'm still the best at it in yeah. the building. But. But yeah, I mean, you're right. If I absolutely, if I didn't like it anymore, I wouldn't do it. If like you it. wanted to only focus on the business side of it and doing that, yeah, then, which then I you would. I don't want to do that. You would just do that, but right. but you like still like it. I do, and I still find great satisfaction in baking a pie. Well, it's also the people. You know, for me, it's just seeing people enjoy the food too, which that's, is a really fun part of it. That's huge for me. Like right. when somebody's like, "Why do you do it?" I'm all, selfishly, I like that I made that person happy. Right. Like that makes me feel good. For sure. Like it's, it's not it's me an being amazing generous. Feeling. Like I feel good because you really like that pie. And that makes me feel good. Maybe that's why I'm grumpy a little bit right now. Because I'm used to be able to see it in the dining room. Yeah. And it's been like a month now and I hate it. Yeah. It's hard. Because it then all you're hearing feels is like, like it's never coming back. Like it's the just, social media side of it where yes. people are like leaving reviews and you're like, Okay, well Ugh. that's not as much fun. I hope it ends soon. But Yeah. I mean, that story 
you know, we've had quite a few of them in here. It's just, it's just another, it's just more proof that if you love to do something and you're doing it for fun, yeah, but you're working so hard at it, but it's, it's still for fun that it can transition into well, you gotta a business, do it, right? You got to right? try it. It, it. Do three pies, three days a week and or whatever really, it was. Like, I just was like, let's just try it. Like, what's it going to hurt? What? Okay. We didn't. It didn't work? You didn't like it? Okay, great. Well, especially with, you know. But you didn't attach any, like, your self-worth to that not working out, right? Like, if it wouldn't have worked, you would have been like, okay, whatever, I'm still like this. And Yeah, I mean, I think part of it, like, had I lost on the Sugar Showdown, I think I probably would have been like, I'm a terrible pie baker. Like, <laughs> I'm not telling a single person that I'm on the show. Like, we're not, no, no way. So I think part of me, like, I get really invested in my pies. That's yeah. been, like, a big trial. You know the episode of Friends where Monica makes the, like, candies outside the door at Christmas time and like all the neighbors are freaking out and Monica's like all over it. My sister sends that clip to me like all the time. She's all you've become Monica. You've become Monica today. You I'm like meet mm. my wife. Yeah. She is Monica. Yeah. Jenna is Monica. That's true. It's great. It's all good things. Yeah. But I'm like it's distancing myself knowing that like people cannot like my pie and that's okay. Like that's a hard thing well, for taste me. Taste is always going to be subjective. It is, and I like it when people are like, "This is the worst thing I've ever tasted." I'm like, "Then don't come back." Right. Try a okay. different one. Try just a different one. Keep working at days and just I'm do your thing. Sorry, <laughs> like I don't. Right? Like, Gator. what are you going to do? Yeah. And it's been, it's been a roller coaster of like evolving from it's just me baking pie and like I'm just a pie owner to so like okay well, now we're going to have like trainings <laughs> like have hr documents we're gonna like right. be real people like this is a real business now right we're gonna have recipes it's great we're gonna actually write down the Someday. recipes no there's now recipes <laughs> <laughs> some days like but that's a big deal like somebody's like well don't you have the recipe i'm like mm, ask anybody in the kitchen staff like what kind of recipes we have back there right <laughs> so average <gasps> ending what would be one piece of advice that you would give to someone who is you before you started Maybe not with pie, but maybe it's something else. Like, what would you tell them? I think I would tell them, find whatever it is that makes it tick for you. Because if you just copy what somebody else is doing, it won't last. Like, unnatural things cannot survive. Like, I'm not the first person who ever baked pie. I'm not Marie Callender's. Like, but I am June Pie. And I love to bake pie. And this is our signature. This is our consistent brand. And it works for me. That doesn't mean it will work for you. Doesn't mean your business model will work. Doesn't make, just do what you do. And that can be the same thing. Well, and do what you love, right? Do what you love. But There's always room for you, right? Yeah. There's only one of you. There's always room for us all in there. Like everybody, I mean, we're going to frequent all the different places, right? I'm going to try all the cookie places. How many cookie places are there? Holy and we're all going to eat it because there's enough of them. Yep. There's, there's only one for me. Yeah. You have your heart set on one. I shouldn't say that. I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> but yes, I have my favorite cookie shop. Yeah. We all do. Right. And that's okay. It's all good. It's all, we can all be in it and, and you can do you and you can still make pie and it doesn't have to be a June pie yep. and it can exist. Well, that's yeah. the nice thing about pie is, just the fact that it's pie is going to filter out 
quite a few copycats just because of the work, yeah. right? And the art form involved. It's a, it's a labor-intensive it, situation. Like, same thing with barbecue, right? right? Like, it's just like... If can you, you hang for this long? Can you right. keep doing it for this long? You've got to love making pie to be good at making pie, just like bar- barbecue is yeah. the same way because it does take time. Uh, there is a lot of labor involved. And, it, and it's not cheap, right? Like it matters. The um, quality of your meats matters and the quality of our pie ingredients matters and that fruit matters. So it's not like it's... If you're in it for the money... <laughs> You are in the wrong business because you will so not true. like go to cookies. Cookies are cheap. Yeah, cookies like, would be great. <laughs> yeah, right. It would be it's a formulation cooking. Like it's great. Right. Pie's not that way, and especially not our June pie. Like it's not the way it works. So very cool. Well, that was awesome. We sure appreciate you coming. Thanks on. for coming what in. Very well, thank inspiring. Thank you for the pie. Anytime. Really There's excited always to pies. try I it. I rarely come down here without pie. I was gonna say it doesn't it's, happen it's very often. It's really almost time for me to have pie. Yes. You're going to love it. We're so close. (laughs) Thanks, Tammy. Thanks, guys. Thank you.